Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum, as defined by you, is where we start. I'm Jo, and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Stay at Full Motherhood podcast. So I was watching an old episode of Friends the other day and it was the one where Chandler and Monica have their first fight and Chandler assumes that that's the end of their relationship. And I thought this is such a good example of what I want to talk about this week, which is black and white thinking, this kind of thinking in extremes that means, for example, that a relationship cannot exist when there is any sort of conflict. So I want to talk about how so many of us have the thought that it's not possible for us to have an amazing career and be amazing stay-at-home mums. We're looking at things here in a very extreme way that says there's always only ever two choices and you have to pick just one. So we decide to give up our careers to stay home with our babies and then at some point we start struggling with the question of when and how we're going to start contributing financially again. And we don't see how it could be possible to easily and simply do both, stay home and create something for ourselves that we love and feel fulfilled by and make money with. And it makes total sense why we think this way. Our brains are wired for survival and black and white thinking has definitely helped us as humans to survive. So back when every single day was about survival, berries were either poisonous or not and animals were predators or not. So we needed certainty because that certainty kept us alive whilst also preserving our energy for the next possible attack because we'd no doubt need energy if we had to run away from something that wanted to eat us. So we think black and white thinking is very neat and nice and efficient because our choices are limited to just two options and everything is very clear cut. You can either have one or the other. But it's really not an efficient way of thinking at all because we struggle to stay in these neat little boxes due to our natural longing for growth and the desire we have to expand by finding hopefully that third option or perhaps another 20 options. This is when we are most alive and most vibrant, when we're going for what we want, rather than when we're feeling so limited and constricted and telling ourselves we have to keep ourselves small because that's the only way and that that's anyway what we signed up for when we decided to become stay-at-home mums. And I heard Kathy Heller describe it on her podcast this way. So at a nightclub, there's the door everyone is trying to get through and we're all standing in line for that. And then there's a second door for VIPs, which we perhaps might try to get through if we're feeling brave. And then there's a third door round the back somewhere that very few people will ever even try to figure out a way to get into. But that's actually what we are doing here when we decide we're not going to see ourselves as stay-at-home mums only. When we decide we want to create our more alongside our motherhood by living out our passions alongside raising our kids. And when we commit to going ahead and expressing our creative gifts and sharing them with the world. 
And this is brave because it means releasing the idea that black and white thinking is actually needed for our survival, simply because we've survived very well thinking this so far. And it also means letting go of the illusion that we can ever have certainty and total control of our lives. And it's also life-changing because we no longer allow ourselves to even pretend that it's necessary to think, my day is already full, there's no way I could add anything else into this. It's crazy as it is with the kids and the house and everything else, and I'm just exhausted all the time. Because what we're doing is we're slowly widening the lens through which we see ourselves and what may, may be possible for us. We're feeling like we're ready to experience the discomfort of trying something new and to not make failure mean anything bad about ourselves. To see that we're simply gathering information from that failure and then applying what we've learned to try and try again. And these are all aspects of resilience that we want to teach our kids, but we may not, until now, have actually been willing, willing to experience it ourselves. So the biggest change for me in starting my business came with totally revisiting the way I use the term all in. So I used to see this as very black and white because of how we're all raised to focus on productivity and working hard to get where you want to be. And in fact, working, working, working your whole life until you retire. And only then do you get to rest and enjoy life and go places you've always wanted to go. So I saw all in as an action and I thought that I could never pursue my passions and certainly never have a business unless I had all the time in the world for it, which I don't because I have three kids and a pilot husband who's gone half the time. But when I moved away from the black and white thinking and started to see all in as a mindset alongside it being an action... I realized I could be fully committed to my business even while dedicating only one hour a day to it or even while dedicating only 15 minutes a day to it. All you truly need to create the business you want is to think the thoughts that propel you forwards to take one needle-moving action a day. And if your kids are sick, as I know very well from these past two weeks, you can let those needle moving actions rest a while and still be all in on your business, still be creating the results you want with your thoughts about how much you love your business and how much you enjoy giving to it and how much value it creates in the world by helping the people you want to help. And of course, we're not falling into any sort of all or nothing perfectionism here. We never need to have the right thoughts all the time. In fact, we're going to fall back into black and white thinking over and over again, particularly when we're so used to thinking this way. And then we'll likely go into this isn't working. And in fact, it's never going to work when we don't immediately see the results we want. But while we don't want to be making ourselves wrong for this, it's definitely part of the process after all. We can train our brains to spot and see all the tiny ways it absolutely is working rather than giving into our natural negativity bias and focusing solely on all the ways it's not. And I do want to talk about emotions here as well as our thinking, because alongside our thoughts come the emotions created by those thoughts. We want to always remember that our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, which then produce the results we're seeing in our lives. In other words, our lived experience. So if you're thinking 
for example, you just can't go ahead and launch your creative business because you would be just too embarrassed about what people will think. This one is very, very common with my clients. Ask yourself how it could be true that your embarrassment can exist alongside your desire to bring your business out into the world or alongside your excitement about helping that one person today. Black and white thinking tells us that that one emotion, embarrassment, must cancel out all the others. But we can actually go ahead and take action whilst feeling all the emotions at the same time. So you can choose right now to start widening your emotional repertoire. You can choose to open yourself up to feeling all the different emotions that come up for you, rather than continuing to push down or avoid the ones that you have decided to label as bad. An emotion is always simply a vibration that you feel in your body. There is no need to label an emotion good or bad at all. A far more valuable use of your energy is to pause when you feel a vibration in your body and to breathe into it, breathe into what you're experiencing for a few seconds, perhaps while placing a hand on your cheek or your heart for comfort and then being curious about what message that emotion has for you today. And you can ask yourself these questions to help you focus on that vibration, which might be a pain or a stiffness or an emptiness or a knot or a solid heavy ball or a bubble or a buzzing or a heat. So first ask yourself where in your body you are feeling that vibration. And then when you've located it, you can ask, how big is it? What shape is it? What colour is it? Is it hot or cold? Is it moving or still? Is it vibrating? And then you can give yourself, say, 10 or 20 seconds to just breathe into the vibration and keep your focus on it to see if it maybe loosens or moves around or starts to dissipate. Before, next asking whether there's something it wants to tell you, whether there's something it wants you to know. And whether something comes up for you or not, nothing has gone wrong here. It's simply something for you to try to see what you experience with this. Sometimes your body can offer incredible insight and wisdom in these moments that definitely might surprise you. And sometimes it doesn't, and that's okay too. Not knowing and not having clear answers doesn't ever have to be a problem. It is never a reason to not take action on that thing you feel pulled to do. What's important here is to remember that black and white thinking does not serve you and there is so much more possibility open to you when you don't limit your choices to just one thing or another. Okay, that's it for today. Remember, you can be anything you want to be and who you see yourself to be never has to fit in a box or be fixed in any way. You are always, always evolving. So follow that hunch you have that your creative business is meant for you and take action in that belief because only by doing this will you ever get to experience how it feels to you in your body and receive the wisdom from there on what steps to take next. Thanks so much for listening. Till next week. Bye-bye.